Hello and welcome to episode 901. We were waiting for a little bit to release this particular podcast as I did record this with Talon on the Tuesday evening of uh, the week before Houston Supercross. Uh, it wasn't yet um, allowed to be revealed that he was in fact making his pro debut. So uh, we put a little bit of a, a stopper on this one before releasing it. But uh, really excited to talk to him about uh, making his pro debut. Really great kid. I think you're going to like hearing from this guy. And uh, yeah, just all around great guy. So Big MX Radio is brought to you by Racetech. Racetech gold valves are a revalve in a box. Plushness, bottom, bottoming resistance, and just a better feel on your motorcycle. That's what's going to help you drop your lap times. So, And you can save some money when you mention Big MX Radio when you trust your suspension or your engine with Racetech. Luxon MX, not just another triple clamp company. These guys are passionate engineers who are driven to raise the status quo. Guts Racing, Andy Gregg over at Guts Racing, fantastic guy, and he makes amazing products. They pride themselves on expert customer service, and they want to get you a brand new seat for your bike, whether it's the seat base, foam, or just a seat cover. They have you covered over at Guts Racing. Guts Racing, you can save 20% also with Big MX20 at checkout. You can also save some money when you mention Big MX Radio with WSA. You know, a brand new set of wheels would awfully be would be awfully nice, and saving money on those wheels is even nicer. When you when you order your wheels through WSA and mention Big MX Radio, you're going to save yourself some money, sometimes as much as $150, which I'm excited to be able to offer to you guys. Same thing for Phoenix Handlebars. You can save 15% off every single order at phoenixhandlebars.com with Big MX Radio 15 at checkout. Uh, huge shout out to JC Sites over at Fox Racing Canada um, or F Fox Racing in the States as well. Whether you're racing or you just want to look good in the pits, honestly, Fox Racing has what you need um, to look good and uh, be protected all at the very same time. Last but not least, uh, SKDA Graphics. Awesome graphics, super tight looking uh, stuff. They can do completely custom stuff or you can go off of their many uh, semi-custom models uh, that they have available on the website. Shipping is pretty reasonable as well. All orders from that are going uh, to, to Canada ship from the States. So it's uh, you're not you're ordering from a company that's based in Australia, but you're not having to pay that ridiculous shipping cost. Um, and also wanted to mention to you guys that we just brought on Heartbeat Hot Sauce. You guys know I love hot sauce. I put it on damn near everything. In fact, I think I'm going to put it on some uh, uh, chicken that I'm eating for dinner tonight. Uh, but regardless, their hot sauce is absolutely unreal. Um, and I want you guys to try it. I'm working on getting you guys a discount code for the website, but they are available on um Amazon, as well as through the website, I believe there's 14 different kinds of hot sauce. So guaranteed they have something that is going to suit your palate. But uh, anyway, enjoy this podcast with Talon Hawkins. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line for the second time this year. Well, I guess it is 2023 after all. So this is the first time we're having this kid on. For 2023, he is the 339 in your program, most likely number one in your hearts, especially if you follow this kid on Instagram. Talon Hawkins, welcome back to the Big MX Radio Podcast. 
Dude, thanks for having me, man. It's good to be back. It's been a little bit, but glad to be back, and thanks for having me. Yeah, it was sometime in, in August, I believe, we had you on the show. You were making your professional debut outdoors, and uh, completely unbeknownst to not only this podcaster, but pretty much the entire motocross media sphere and all fans of it, uh, we are on the precipice of you about to turn pro in Supercross. That's exciting news. Oh, it's, yeah, I'm so pumped, dude. It's uh, it's going to be a crazy experience. I'm I'm stoked to get this experience. Obviously, I'm super bummed for my boy, Jalik. I, I was a super big bummer for him. I really wish he was racing. But, I mean, I got I got the call, so they said to go race. And I'm excited, and I'm going to try to do the best I can. And I'm really just I'm using this as some good experience. So I'm ready to learn. Absolutely. Straight off the heels of Supercross Futures, literally putting that program immediately into use. You and as well as I believe Hayden Deegan will be lining up this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. He is on the entry list, although uh, you could always uh, sign someone up and have them not race. But um, let's talk a little bit about Futures. Um, like this podcaster, I am very not I am very infrequently on the edge of my seat when it comes to watching races I'm more analytical I'm sort of watching things uh kind of unfold but when my guy talent is in the lead and you're you're all kinds of sideways left right and center you're hanging on to things I was personally very bummed for you you showed some frustration coming across the line and I was I was visibly upset as well uh, I, I, I assume you feel like you had, you felt like, uh, kind of let something slide, uh, through your fingers. In fact, I guess the last, potentially the last amateur win of your entire career, essentially. Um, but e- either way, a great ride from you and tell me a little bit about Supercross Futures before we look forward to this weekend in Houston. Yeah, dude. So I just came into the race, like I really wanted to win. And obviously after I got that, that killer hole shot. I was super pumped. And I was like a little bit uh, over a little, not overwhelmed, but just like, like ain't antsy. Like I was super excited. I was like, Oh my God, I'm in front. I'm going to win. I can win this. I can win this. And then just kind of got a little bit too pumped in, in on a way. Like I wasn't, I didn't know how to handle my emotions. So obviously I'm learning. I'm new to this super cross thing. This is my first season training on it on a 250. So right. it's been, it's been like a huge learning curve and yeah, it's just been, it's, hard but honestly i was super pumped now that like in retrospect i'm pumped on the third place like it was a solid finish i just know i there were some things i could have worked on i could have done better but honestly i'm super excited for this weekend and i know the futures race has prepared me super well for this so i'm excited Absolutely. I know you were disappointed. It, it was it was obvious when you came across the line, uh, and you should be di- uh, disappointed because I, I know I think you had the speed to win that event. Uh, but I take this as, as a positive piece of experience on your part, um, being able to say, you know what, I've been in the front of one of these things with pack stands, and maybe it's not the the supercross or like a, a supercross class, but it's supercross futures, which you as well as I know, the top five, top ten guys are are totally legit. That like. Honestly, they could have put every single one of you into the next main event for the 250s, and I'm sure you guys would have um, found your place as well. Um, so I think the, the whole like kind of getting yourself pumped up, get, getting kind of like too excited, uh, I think that's good experience for you because when you do end up leading, and you will end up leading some uh, some races, whether it's this year or next year in Supercross, you'll be like, you know what? I've done this before. I know what not to do. How do I calm myself down? How do I s- settle into a pace that I know can win this race. And uh, yeah, I think that's a step forward, man. 
Yeah, honestly, it's yeah, it's honestly this whole thing is a learning curve, but it's been really good to me, and I'm glad I'm I'm going through these little harsh moments because I'm like like you said, it's going to prepare me for uh, the upcoming years. Yeah, like my pro my pro career, and I'm so stoked that I'm getting this knowledge. Like I've had I've had Josh Hansen help me out a lot, and he's telling me like what I'm doing wrong. Love same it. Thing with Christian Craig. Yeah, same thing with Christian Craig. He's helping me out so much. He's like, hey, don't do this. We're like, we were watching film inside the Husky rig in between practices. He's like, hey, don't do this. Don't do this or do this. And it's honestly super cool to get the wisdom from him. And obviously Hanson and all the other guys. It's like, it's crazy to get wisdom from guys who have been through it all. Absolutely. No, the funny thing is I think of Christian Craig still to this day as like a, a young guy in the sport, but the reality is he's 30 years old. And, uh, when he started racing professionally, I'm pretty sure you were, if, if not in diapers, probably in train, uh, pull-ups trainers, um, <laughs> which is ridiculous to think of, but yeah, you're, you're right on the, the, the edge of a pro career full-time in supercross and outdoors. Um, talk us through this weekend a little bit, pre- preparing for it. Uh, you've been on a, a 250F for a little over a year and maybe two years now, uh, full-time on the amateur stuff. Um, like, tell me a little bit about getting used to riding Supercross, um, like getting into riding whoops more often, getting on top of those, and just the commitment level it takes to be able to uh, to ride at that level. Yeah, so originally I, I wanted to go to Alden Bakers because I love it out there so much, but the, uh, it was a group it was a group decision that like the team a team decision that to do supercross in cali like and okay. just because i would be able to learn the basics and not just get kind of thrown to the wolves because I, I like i said i haven't done much supercross especially like none on a big bike before this year so i really just had to learn the basics how to hit whoops how to hit corners and with hanny and mar moosegan at the time like right there with me watching me every day they can help me out so much just so i could get like the technique down so then that's kind of been my program so far i've been out in cali doing the hitting the test tracks hitting some public tracks and just trying to get the whole like movement of supercross because it's obviously completely different from outdoors as you know absolutely like the 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 way you guys set up the bikes, and actually this is something that was mentioned by, by Jason Wagamp, but something that I noticed as well, especially during um, the, the practices and then also during the race, is I don't know if it's because you guys are so light. Like I imagine you're probably like less than 150 pounds, maybe 130 pounds. Um, right your, like the, the amateur Supercross Futures bike looks so stiff. Like... It, like when you guys hit that jump after that, it was like after the rhythm section and then there's that triple right out of that corner. It looked like the back end wasn't squatting down at all. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. It, that, and that's a big thing for me. Right when I got on the supercross bike, I wanted my suspension to be softer, softer, softer. But as it gradually, as I like started getting faster, I wanted, I needed like stiffer stuff. I'm like, dude, I need the hold up on this bike. Like it, that's the only way it you stay on top of the whoops. That's the only way you can like push through jumps and bottom out. Like honestly, like you need stiff suspension, which it blew my mind. But the only problem that comes with stiff suspension is it's harder to corner because it yeah. feels kind of like you're just like on ice skates. So I, there's there's like a definitely a fine line, but I've definitely gone a lot stiffer since when I started Supercross. It's gradually gotten quite a bit stiffer. 
That's like for sure. A hundred percent. I I think when I think of guys who are are really good in the whoops, um, their their whoop speed and their their skill in the whoops doesn't impress me as much as being able to turn on a bike that is good in the whoops. Because for a bike to be good in the whoops, it basically is is like it's it's super stretched out it's super stiff and like it, it's just not built to turn right and the guys who can get that thing flipped around going the other way is uh it, that's a, like honestly a huge feather in their cap because uh like i said setting up a bike for whoops is it's just not conducive to getting that thing turned yeah honestly it, it's there is definitely a fine line because i i need to i've been needing to work on my corners and my whoop my whoops as well so it's been we we i definitely ran into like a little a little wall just because i didn't know i needed to do corners but i also need to do whoops it's hard to focus on one thing because you need everything in supercross everything matters like like the only thing that you can get away with is the rhythm sections because everybody does them so it's like whoops corners whoops corners that's that's the two things that you need to be really good at and they're two completely different bike setups that make make it easy to go through them yeah, no, you're you're totally right. Um, you've been on either Supercross or something similar to Supercross with like the, the your backyard's pretty jumpy uh, for quite some time now. Uh, what was the transition like for you going full into Supercross um, and actually training for it? Like, uh, it's one thing to play around and, and do some pretty steep face jumps and stuff like that, uh, but it's a completely different ball of wax when it comes to actually dropping your lap times, uh, finding different ways you can save time, because at your level, everybody's good. Everybody has the skills. Everyone can do the jumps. And Well, other than, I guess, Phil Nicoletti didn't jump those triples at uh, San Diego, but we're not talking about that. Um, you know what I mean, though? Like... Um, fully training for supercross and uh and and looking for like not even not seconds here and there but tenths of seconds yeah it's honestly so everything is so minute where where you're trying to make up time it's like little corner here cut down just a little bit there cut down an inch go a a half a foot over in the whoops to gain tenths of seconds like there's so much there's little it's so there's so much math going on in your head while you're riding you're like where can i save the smallest amount of time to in every corner that can add up to like maybe a half second at the most. It, like once it is, and it's even smaller once it gets to guys like Tomac, like the 450 class. There, the difference between each guy is so minute. It's honestly kind of pretty mind blowing. Uh, obviously, the futures was a little different. There's ways to make up time just because none of us are v- super experienced in Supercross. So there's ways to make up time, but it's like crazy because looking, looking at the, two, the pro 250 class and the pro 450 class, there's so much, like there's not much room to make up on the other person, on other people. Yeah, the the separation on lap times, uh, like just looking like here, like we can open it up right now. Uh, combined times for 250 qualifying this last weekend, which uh, shout out to the uh, the futures guys because you guys weren't far off this time. Jet Lawrence uh, clocking in at a 57.9. So he's the only guy wow. in the 57s. <laughs> yeah, he was ripping. Um, but is, so go ahead. That is, that is nuts. <laughs> That's going way too fast. Honestly, uh, someone needs to tell him to slow down. He's going way too fast. But the top eight, were separated by less than two seconds. Like, wow. And then you have to go all the way back to not, to 17th place before you add another second. The, the top six, 17 guys are all within the same three seconds of a lap. 
Yeah, that's insanity. No pressure, by the way. You're heading into your very first uh, first Supercross. Uh, you got to be excited. There's going to be autograph lines, the whole nine yards, rock star girls, and all that fun stuff. Um, like you, you got to be pretty excited. What are, what what sort of things are you are you feeling right now? Uh, rolling into uh, Anna or Houston, your first round as a full blown Supercross racer. Well, I've been talking to the team, and their their biggest concern is they just want me to like calm down and treat it like any other race. And that's what kind of okay. what I'm doing. I'm going into, I've been doing this, I'm doing the same program I've been doing for the past few months on Supercross, just kind of taking it and just trying to soak it all in, but not overthink and overhype it just because it is just another race. You can't think of it like you're going into, like, into battle. You can't, like, you, obviously you can acknowledge that, but you can't think about it because then it's going to dwell and it, you'll dwell, dwell on it. And honestly, my plan is just not to dwell on anything and just go ride my race. There you go. Yeah, honestly, like I, this is one, this is one of the reasons why, like I said, I, like this is my argument as to why I think Jet should go race some races uh, on the East Coast on a 450 is that in a pressure-free environment, the guy's going to be full-time pro next year, uh, go out there, get your laps, Get the experience, and then so that you can hit the ground running next year. And I see honestly a very similar thing for you. Obviously, uh, finding out about Jalik, uh, Swole getting injured, it was either really late last week or really early this week. Uh, that's a huge blow to the series. Shout out, like uh, sending healing vibes to Florida, and hopefully uh, he comes back strong for the outdoors. Um, but th- this sort of coming down in the eleventh hour, uh, you obviously didn't have full prep the same way the rest of the guys in your class have, and I think that's a good thing. I think that gives you the opportunity to take this entire this opportunity with a grain of salt, completely like be present in the moment to say, "Hey, I'm." Going out there, I'm going to ride my ride. I'm going to do what I know how to do, um, and let the the races the, the let the race come to me, and let the results what be what they're going to be. This is my rookie year. Uh, there isn't a lot of pressure here, and uh, yeah, I think if if you can approach things that way, um, I think you're going to surprise yourself, my friend. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's cool that just yeah, like they, the team said, no expectations. You're I'm going out there to build and learn. It's it's really cool because I know a lot of guys get thrown into their first year and are expected to go top five or win even in that matter. Like there's there's people that have that kind of pressure and it's tough because you, when you just get thrown in, you've never done something like that before. Like even at the futures race, that start was gnarly. Like it was, you're on there. Everybody's nervous. Um, nobody's there. Nobody's escapes the nerves of starting on the supercross track like there's it's just impossible so it's honestly nice to be able to go out there and just ride, try to ride my race like i said earlier 100 percent. and I, I also think that it's a good idea to like i know you probably would if you would have like if i would have asked you this question five years ago which i believe i had you on the podcast five years ago you were also riding kx85s at the time but um <laughs> like if I would have asked you, you probably would have said, I probably I want to like turn pro, West Coast Supercross, Anaheim one, all that fun stuff. And I I believe you will most likely end up becoming a, a West Coast guy more than an East Coast guy. Like I think the East riding East Coast Supercross was probably not originally in the plan, but you know how it is. Uh, you make plans, God laughs. And <laughs> um like 
going out, doing your first seven, eight supercrosses uh, on the Eastern time zone, Central time zones, not having the pressure and the lights of Anaheim Stadium. You've already done that once in the Supercross Futures. Um, I think that sets you up awesome for for getting some experience, some good results, as well as uh, yeah, being able to roll into maybe next year uh, at Anaheim 1. Um we're talking about a sophomore performance and uh, and some experience under your belt. So the first time you're under the lights isn't also with uh, 15, 20 of your uh, your closest friends who also hit you up for free tickets. Right, right. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And that's going to happen. Never... Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tracks I haven't ridden. Like, I've never ridden any of these tracks on the East Coast. I know they develop a lot, di- a lot differently. Uh, mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm just going to go and try to nail, my, nail the corners, uh, nail the whoops that's the that's always the plan but we'll see how that goes <laughs> yeah well you're gonna be better than them through the, through them than i will so uh good on husky for choosing <laughs> you over me um like talk, tell me a little bit about uh, the phone call that you got that basically told you it's happening like uh you don't have to give me a timeline as to when uh jayla got hurt but uh yeah like take me through that phone call uh i'm sure there was a, a, a mix of emotions excite excitement uh fear all that all that all at the same time and i'm sure on top, on top of that uh when you broke the news to jules and there was a lot of screaming and everything else oh i will i'll be the first to tell you it wasn't my mom that was screaming that much it was my dad he was nice. like just, yeah no seriously i'm not even joking when i told him I love it. he like broke i didn't break down but he just like it was all giddy and couldn't really contain himself we were like we were eating dinner and when i told i told him i called him and had told him like 30 minutes prior he shows up and he just cannot like contain himself he's he's like bro we made it dude you did it bro you did it like cannot that's so hyped calm down that's so cool though honestly (laughs) i i like i think honestly yeah go ahead Oh, it's just like the hype that he gets. He's such a, I, I love him for that. He's such a proud dad and it's super cool to have, like he's, I'm so blessed to have his support my whole life. Cause where the hell would I be without him? <laughs> like nowhere. So it's super cool to have his support. And sometimes it gets to me a little bit how, how over proud he is, but I know it's just cause he cares about me Yeah. and all the money and time he's put in as like it, all for pretty much this moment. So it's really cool to, how stoked he is well yeah absolutely that's what i was about to say is i think that that reaction of his might sink in if one day way down the line uh talon hawkins ends up having uh, a little a little ripper who ends up uh going after his dreams and the the hours at work when or the the budgeting that you you put yourself through to be able to make sure that you can uh, afford your your kid the opportunity. Like, I think of the same thing with my dad, with, whether it's racing or hockey or football or skiing. Um, number of times that guy uh, was like, yeah, I don't really want to go to work right now or I don't want to do the longer hours, but I, I want to see my kid succeed and I want to give him the opportunity to go rip his motorcycle. And uh, that's, a, that's a huge moment. And I, I think that that's... Uh, um, that that rawness that got brought out by your dad, I think that's uh, about as genuine a, re- a reaction as you're gonna get out of him. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was super cool. He, we were sitting down at dinner after I had told him, and he's like, 
dude, I seriously, I didn't, if you would have told me this like a few years ago, I would have said, no, I didn't think, he's like, I didn't think we we're going to get this far, buddy. Like he was super, it was super genuine and super cool. Like he's That's been cool. grooming me my life and trying to help me and trying to help me succeed. And it's cool that it, it's, I don't know. He's just so happy and it's super cool to see that in him. Cause obviously Definitely. for a little bit, I thought, for a little bit, I thought he was more proud than me, which I didn't think that was even possible. <laughs> more happy than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know how that. I don't know if that's possible, man. I think you'd probably look back at uh, at a rainy day at uh, Loretta's qualifier when uh, you didn't quite make it, and you're completely beside yourself, and uh, you've come a long, long way from there uh, to be where you're at today. And uh, yeah, you've secured yourself as a as a factory rider in this sport. You're not just turning pro. You're not just going to go race your first Supercross. You're you're racing your first Supercross as a full blown factory uh, rider for uh, Rockstar Husqvarna. Um, there's very few people who get to say that in this world. And uh, yeah, that's uh, like you have an entire industry watching. So uh, no pressure, but that's pretty cool. Dude, yeah, it's honestly so surreal. Like. Like you were saying, like getting to ride my husky, that the whole team, it, it's it's so crazy to honestly feel like I'm not. Sometimes I like step back and I'm like, holy crap, like this is insane, what I'm what I'm getting to experience right now, and I'm I'm very thankful for it. Like I, t- I tell I tell the Hus- the Rockstar Husky team all the time, I'm like I'm I'm very grateful for you guys. You have no idea. It, it, it was it's super rad. I can't really say much more. That's all I got. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, so who, who's going to be spinning the wrenches for you? So my mechanic, Jack, he had a little injury this past, like about a month ago. So he's, he's out for the count. He's, he's injured. So they're having one of the mechanics fill in for me. One of the, the team mechanics, uh, not sure who as of right now, but one of the team mechanics. Yeah, I'd be, I would, I'm pretty bummed. I wish, obviously, I lo- I love all the Husky mechanics. They're su- they're boys, but it'd be cool to go pro with my guy Jack because he's been there for me these past few months, and it's been super cool. But yeah, that's just, I- I'm not entirely sure who's spinning wrenches for me right now. Okay, well, uh, yeah, it, it, it's Thursday before the race, uh, so uh, doing some some uh, getting on a first name basis with the guy who's going to be adjusting your suspension in the in the pit lane there uh, might be uh, job number one when you show up on Friday, and uh, I'm looking forward to Talon Hawkins in the uh, the autograph line. Like you're you're a pretty infectious, uh, energetic kid. Uh, I I think there's gonna be people that are gonna be drawn to you immediately. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think you've I, I'm sure you've signed some autographs in your day, but I don't think you've ever experienced something quite like uh, the autograph line at a Supercross. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty crazy. Like I signed a couple autographs at the Futures race, and it, it was pretty it was pretty weird. It was a weird feeling, but I love it, and it's super cool that to know that there are people out there that like root for me it's pretty cool it's a super cool feeling uh i'm just hoping i don't make it on the moto memes page that's the only thing if if i can keep fans and not haters i'm good uh dude it's uh like at this point if you end up on moto memes it's like a, a rite of passage it means the people are talking about you like they're i'm sure the the 339 is going to end up on there at some point uh for some sort of reason like they say no no press is bad press just don't That's put as much gel in your hair as JT does. 
dude, those memes are so funny. <laughs> he, oh, man. They, they, uh, they carved me up. Yeah, fun fact. They just fo- the Moto Memes page just followed me, and yes. I'm kind of scared. Yeah, that, I would not. That, you're you're under the microscope now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good and a bad thing all at the same time. Um, so, like you kind of mentioned it a few minutes ago, but uh, what are your expectations? What are your goals rolling into uh, your first Supercross season? Obviously, it's like I said, it's a bit of an eleventh hour um, add to the team full time for Supercross. So uh, you probably haven't had much time to sort of figure it like figure out what you're going to be shooting for but uh i guess you're going to start small and, and just sort of build from there yeah i'm I'm going in with not really any expectations but obviously uh, there's always expectations on myself because i know how i can ride and i want to satisfy myself when i'm on the bike uh so like get, as far as a placement i'm hoping I, well okay there's first i want i just I want yeah yeah right right. <laughs> I want to make I want to do the main. I want to make the main event. That's a I feel like that's a realistic goal. I'm not gonna shoot for the stars right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and and just ride my race through there. I want to be able to line up on the main event and just ride my race. That's the goal. Okay, that's that that Kinda should be doable. That. Yeah, that's what I know. It's, it's everybody's fast, so you never know. So I could be completely off. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But yeah, hey, like one day we want to eventually get to the point where uh, like uh, Jetson Lawrence did this weekend where his fastest lap time was not only on a different second than anybody else uh, in the class, but his second fastest lap time was a half second faster than anyone else in the class. Um, so I guess he was first yeah. and second in time qualifying. That's uh, that's <laughs> where the bar is right now for you there, uh, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty heavy. Those are pretty big boots to fill. That's okay. Uh, you're you're not. It's it, it is his fourth year in Supercross, so you're you're not really expected to do the same until uh, 2000. That's but basically at, that's at this point it'd be like 2030. Um, so yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No. So, uh, like, what do you think about like the the ruts and the way these tracks are going to build uh, break down? Um, you haven't raced a lot of Supercross tracks, period, let alone East Coast Supercross. Um, but uh, what sort of advice have you gotten from some people? I'm sure you can bounce some things off of Christian Craig. Um, Mal- Malcolm won't be there this weekend, but uh, yeah, yeah. So the biggest thing that I've been getting told from Hanny is. Just to flow, try to flow my corners. I, I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a little notchy in corners at times, so okay. he's telling me just try to like make it one fluid motion. And another thing he's telling me is just try to ride like try try to ride like practice. Like try to treat it like it's just another day at the track, and not get ahead of myself and just kind of flow the track and be try to be one with the track. Which obviously that's a pretty broad statement, but I know what he's saying, and it's 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 really hard to do. So I've been working on that a lot in the past month of me riding supercross so i'm hoping that i can just put it all together and do the same thing on race day as i do on the practice in the, during the practice week awesome dude well I, I think you've set yourself up for a lot of success and i think uh yeah i, I think this is going to be an awesome season for you uh, a lot of experience a lot of lessons learned and um yeah just take it one race at a time and all those other cliches and i think you'll uh come out on the other end uh ready to race some super uh, race some outdoors 
Yep, that's what I'm hoping. Still no plan. Yeah, still no plans after Supercross. We have no idea. I, as of a few days, as a couple days ago, I didn't even know what I was doing the next day. So fair enough. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're maybe just, back to the ranch. Who knows? Right. Yeah, we're just taking it one day at a time, and it's a fun experience. I'm I'm pumped. Solid man. Well, uh, I know you got a ton of great sponsors. Give me an opportunity to uh, to thank a few of those, and uh, yeah, I'll let you get on with the rest of your night. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I seriously, I want to thank the whole Rockstar Energy Husqvarna factory racing team for giving me this opportunity and to just to gain this knowledge and really prepare me for my pro career. So I can't thank them enough, especially like Nate Ramsey all the guys like Sean Murphy, all the guys, I seriously can't thank them enough. So I couldn't do it without them. This, the bike's a rocket ship and I'm pumped. So I got, I also got to thank my gear sponsor, fly racing, got to thank Garnet boots. I got to thank my whole setup and everybody for getting me to the track and getting me to the races, feeling clean and ready to go. Cause I'm, so I'm ready to go this weekend. I'm pumped. Sick, man. Well, looking forward to it. Um, best of luck this weekend, my friend. Uh, you're gonna, It's going to go great for you. Just, just go out there and have some fun. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. That's the goal. That's, that's the plan. Awesome. Talon Hawkins on the Big MX Radio podcast. Do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. All right, guys. There you have it. My interview with none other than Talon Hawkins. Wish him the best of luck this weekend. The 339 will definitely be in the main and uh, making some noise while he does it. So uh, thanks for you guys for listening to the podcast. Really appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen. I um, want to thank my sponsors one time real quick here. Um, Racetech, Racetech Gold Valves, amazing stuff. Uh, you can save money when you mention Big MX Radio. Same thing goes for WUSA. You need a brand new set of wheels for your bike. Your wheels are completely oblong, oval-shaped, or maybe more like egg-shaped. Uh, get yourself a new set of wheels from WUSA and save some money. Luxon MX, not just pretty colors, engineering that matters. Engineered triple clamps that are going to help your motorcycle feel better on the track. Luxon MX, you can save 10% with Big MX Radio at checkout. You can save 20% on Guts Racing product on their website. Big MX 20 saves you 20% on Guts Racing. You guys know they have the best seats, best seat covers in the sport. So go ahead and do yourself a favor by taking them up on that. Fox Racing Canada, JC Sites out and everybody over there at Fox Racing Canada would like you to know that you can go to the website, you can memorize the catalog, you can drool over everything that they have to offer and then clean yourself up, head on over to your local dealer and absolutely get kitted and fitted with the best protective equipment in the sport and you're going to be looking good at the same time. Phoenix Handlebar, speaking of looking good they have some of the honestly the best looking bars out there. They got the sublimated or like there's, there's Phoenix handlebars is like etched into the bars, um, which I think is really cool. And then on top of that, they have bar pads that are going to be able to match basically any graphic kit you can possibly come up with. They have really cool looks uh, that uh, I love when they, they it's a great feature on some of the um, the different bike builds that I've seen over the years. Uh, so look those guys up. You can save 15% with Big MX 15 at checkout. And uh, last but not least, we have SKDA Graphics. Great graphic company. They've got semi-custom stuff. They have fully custom stuff. You can order it in the States, Canada, Australia. No matter what, they'll get something to you and check that out. 
And also want to give a huge shout out to Heartbeat Hot Sauce. They have 14 different flavors for you to try, which means you can literally try one every single day for two weeks straight and not have the same uh, flavor. Obviously, if you don't like super, super hot sauce, uh, a few of those might get eliminated for you. But I actually tried one that was uh, just one tick below their hottest sauce. And I didn't use very much of it because I didn't want it to overpower the flavors, the other flavors in my food, but I absolutely loved it, and I really enjoy um, the, their hot sauce. So go check that out. They're available on Amazon, as well as you can go straight to the website. So Heartbeat Hot Sauce, they also support the Team Solitaire uh, 250 Supercross team on the West Coast. So uh, that's one just one more reason to support that brand. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care.